This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Coming up with a drink and toast in the three-day weekend with a shot of the day that's Bad Choice Friday time. You know it's Bad Choice Friday. It's Bad Choice Friday. You know it's Bad Choice Friday. Hey, man. This is your fault. Jam on. As we celebrate MLK Day on a Bad Choice Friday, the iconic I Have a Dream speech. So today we have dream songs on a Bad Choice Friday featuring the Eurythmics. Eurythmics and sweet dreams are made of this. Take it on Hall and Oates. You can't help but like that song. Hall and Oates said, You make my dreams come true. Take it on Eurythmics and sweet dreams are made of this on a bad choice Friday. Uh, vote now if you follow us on Twitter. At Men's Room Live, one of those two tunes coming up right after we drink a toast with a shout of the day. All right, our question, what is the most awesome or dumbest thing that a pet has ever done? 206-803-ROD. We're talking about rabbits. People have rabbit information. Says, hey guys, this is Terry from Tacoma, the one with the lost pet site. I thought I would answer Thurl's question. Pet rabbits live approximately five to eight years, depending on their environment and breed. Some have been known to live as long as 10 to 12 years. Though I've had mine for about 10 years. Have a great day. Stay safe and stay warm. Uh, let's see. Someone else here says, uh, my ex's parents had about 25 rabbits loose in the entire house. The sick of the old ones that couldn't move, they stayed in the hallway on top of a pile of hay. Very interesting household. Hmm. Well, they bizarre. multiply. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, they're known for that. Yeah. It's amazing how quick they do it. What's the gestation period I'll for say a rabbit? At least two seconds. It's two seconds. It's the fast. It's the it's the definition of a quickie. That really. Let's just get this done I, quick. It's amazing how fast that goes down. How many times a day do you think rabbits have sex? I don't know, but I I saw a couple uh, in my front yard. And man, I just could not believe they, they didn't even have time to say hello. You know, that was. You're saying it was like two seconds and he was done. It, it was just like boom and then bam and then out out. Like, okay. Yeah, no sandwich. No Uber. Nothing. <laughs> That would have been a bus token. Hello, Chrissy. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitches. Black Hola. Hola. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. It's a positive Friday. It is indeed. Hell yeah. 
Hey, so check this out, right? So I got a lot of really awesome and dumb stories about critters, but this one probably takes the cake as far as the dumb goes. So my best friend and I, we both, uh, we were 4-H kids with our horses. Um, and so we were coming home from a show one day, and we had to take the horses out of the trailer. But when you take them out, like we like to, you know, habitually like groom them and everything before we put them back in their pasture and stuff. And uh, my best friend's horse, she must have had an itchy face or something. So we had them tied off to the trailer. We're brushing them and everything. But we both had rope halters on, and they're a little bit different than like a standard halter where they're not like a broad band. It's like a three-eighths diameter rope halter around the horse's face to tie them to the trailer. All right. Um, so her horse, her name is Redbud. Uh, she keeps, like, scratching her face on the trailer, but she was on the back end of it where the door hinge was, and we keep saying, like, you know, stop, stop, because you can see the door hinge and the problem that could potentially occur. Well, this horse keeps scratching her face on it and all of a sudden lunges back. And my best friend's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, what? And I look over, and all of a sudden I can't see the halter because it's buried so deep in this horse's throat because she had got her halter caught on the hinge of the trailer door. Oh, so she's, like, hanging herself? She's hanging herself. And I'm like, oh, Lord. And my best friend, she is the best critter mom in the whole world. But when her critters are in danger, she just, like, goes into panic mode and doesn't know what to do. She's like, Chrissy, I don't know what to do. I'm like, uh, crap. And so I try to, like, scoot her forward towards the trailer, but she's, like, just continually pulling back trying to get off this trailer. And so kudos to uh, Mike and Miles. Be prepared. I had a box cutter in the back room of the trailer. So I run through, like, all of our stuff that's scattered all over the tack room, find this box cutter, run up to this horse that's panicking, and cut the halter loose, and she flies back, like, with the force of a meteor, and takes the deepest breath I've ever heard a horse take in my entire life. Okay, you said you flew back. Okay, so we had a conversation last week. I'm curious. In the wild, just a, just a normal horse hanging out in a pasture, mm-hmm. do they walk backwards? Uh, I mean, they can. But is there any they? reason why they would? Do they? You know? So it's, a, it's a flight animal, so typically no. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm thinking, because, but they can. No, we're saying they can. Yeah, I'm just said saying. Oh, they can walk to. sideways, man. Well, if they're oh, okay, yeah, yeah. you have a domestic castanza, haven't you seen them being backed into a uh, a pit? Backing out of the sometimes when they get to line up for a horse race, right, like right. they run running hot, they got to back them out. Well, what I'm saying is, okay, so that's a horse race. So he is a trained horse. He knows yeah. to run around the track with a jockey on his back. If you have a horse in the wild, say in uh, Carson City or in, in uh, Assateague Island, do they naturally on their own when they're stopping, like eating some grass, some hay, whatever? Like I'm going to walk backward for a minute. Maybe if they're drinking something. No, typically no. no. I mean, if they right. got close to the water, they would back up. But think about this: like, how often do humans walk backward if something hasn't stopped you? Or I do whatever? it all the time. Like most animals don't just walk around. That's backward. a fair point, I know, Ted. Just I just want to see it. I don't know why you saying the wild. I want to see a horse walk backwards. Uh, Chrissy, one of the things that you said, you said you're, you're bringing the horses back from a horse show. When one goes to a horse show, what are they being rated on? Like, what am I looking at at a horse show? So it depends on what um, what style of showing you're doing. The particular show we were coming back from is performance riding. So in that instance, yes, your horse will be required to walk backwards and walk sideways and that kind of thing. So okay. it's um, basically they're judging you on 
uh, as the they could be judging the rider or the horse, but uh, there's different types. Like there's Western pleasure, Ooh. English pleasure. Oh, oh, okay. yeah. Give right. me some of this Western right? pleasure. All right. <laughs> There's, um, but there's equitation. So um, equitation is judging the rider on how little you have to move to get your horse to do right. the commands the judge now, is has this, asked is, you to do. Do they follow? Is it more physical prompts or is there anything that you verbally do to cue the horse? Uh, typically, you're not verbally cueing. It's right. all like... So when the Lone Ranger's screaming, hi, oh, silver, the horse is like, you don't need to say that. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't need to say that. He's already fired up. Just smack him on the ass. Okay. Uh, did you go to... Is this a 4-H? Like, so, <laughs> she means that, retail. Yeah, that works for a lot of animals. <laughs> what, what is the... <laughs> I mean, I'm all riled up. I, I, re I, remember, yeah. I remember 4-H growing up. I also remember the future farmers of America. There were a number of different groups that people were a part of. Me and Ted were big parts of that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but what what exactly what exactly does the... Like, the Boy Scouts instill a little bit of uh, everything. Kind of a work ethic. Yeah. And, and a general appreciation. Kind of like a library. You can go in sometimes, pick out your books if sure. you want to read. So, it, what is 4-H? What is, what is the what is the principle? What is the so the, the, the four H's mean hands, heart, hand or uh, hands, heart, head, and health, and you take care of all of those things. Like you use your hands, you use your head, you use your heart, and you make sure that you're always healthy. Okay. And part of that is, uh, you know, there's lots of different styles of four H's. Not just critters. Like you can do gardening, you can do painting, you can do all sorts of stuff. Really. Yeah. In oh, my yeah. mind, 4 yeah, H no, has always been arts and crafts. I had no, no. idea. I uh, always yep. thought it was and, animals. And I have to ask, all animals to you, are they critters? Whether it is a spider in your house, a dog, a horse, a bear. It's always a critter, Miles. Oh, I'm just checking. Critter. Well, it depends on where you're from. Okay, what's a critter you don't... Because for most people, a critter is an uninvited yeah. If I had a horse, I would home. never think to call it my critter. <laughs> like, a raccoon yeah. is a critter to me because I don't want... Yeah. Or a possum right. is a, a critter. A mouse in my house is a critter. critter. I think it's yeah. a size thing. I got in this argument in Montana Critters? Of course you <laughs> did. Somebody was like, look, like, oh, there's a critter. I was like, that's not a critter. It's a stuffed bear. <laughs> which, which, which well, the it has to be alive. What's the biggest critter? One. Maybe a raccoon? Well, when In you my stop mind? Being, yeah. When yeah. you stop being a critter and become an animal. Right. Like a moose. Is a moose a critter? I mean, you see it in the wild. I guess it is. According to her, it's a critter. But to me, that's a moose. She calls everything a critter. She's weird, too. Yeah. But I think that, uh, <laughs> would you call a polar bear a critter? Absolutely. A mean one. See, to me, that's not a critter anymore. Like a critter. Once you're bigger than... Uh, a whale, a blue whale. It's a mammal. Is it 30, a critter? 40 pounds? No, a critter. I what go, about a little baby? I think my cutoff for critter would be like a coyote. You're trying to tell a me. A coyote can still be a critter, but if you're bigger than a you're coyote, right. you're not a critter. You're not a critter to you're me. You're trying to tell me a blue whale's a critter. If it's cute, it's a critter. You think blue whales are cute? I see. When I, I think, think critter, horrible. I think really. I, think, I, think, I like whales, but I, I never looked at them and thought, boy, they're awfully cute. When I think critter, I think nuisance animal. Yeah, I mean, not, not that squirrels, not that squirrels are a nuisance, but yes, they are. They can't. The critters. I, that's that's what critter. I consider a critter. Is a wolf a critter to you, man? No, a yeah, wolf exactly. is not. Wolf's no, a wolf. a wolf's a wolf. Yeah, a coyote is still. I'm, I'm telling you, I cut off a raccoon. A wasp is not a critter. But the problem is too with critter depends on the violence of it. So, like raccoon, I consider a critter. Coyote, yeah. critter. Wolverine, that's an animal. Because I couldn't fight a wolverine. No, or a mink. Not successful. A mink will kick your ass. Is that a critter? Yes. You have a dog and what it's about a critter. That? Yeah. I huh. think your dog is earned better stat. Like, he's your dog. Man. He's where, part where, of the yeah. family. Where, where, are you, right. where are you from? I, I, I'm just curious. Oak Harbor, Washington. Born and raised. Okay. I, I just want a lot of critters over there. Yeah. Animals, <laughs> too. a lot of critters <laughs> up around here. So, wild cat. Cougar in the wild. That's a critter. Yeah. Okay. See me as a killing machine. Uh, no, yeah, I agree. No, like, you got to have a cutoff. Things that sting you, you got to have a cutoff. 
Anything you are not critters. That's it. I, I don't know, man. How about, bird? How about bo- birds? Is it critters? Like, oh, you have an owl. Is that a critter? Oh, God. Owls are my favorite. Of course they are. But is it a critter? Because no one calls a I'm bird t- a critter. Right, yeah. They just call a bird a bird. She said a blue whale's a critter. Because she's insane. We've covered this. <laughs> He's in the animals, critters, uh, critters, critters. All animals are critters. critters. I say that word, the See, harder it is would be to animals say. are defined by critter, critters. Mm-hmm. I would never say this is my animal, Bruce, like the guy who called before. <laughs> I'd say that's my dog. Bruce. That's my dog, Bruce. Right. I would never say that's my critter, Bruce. I say my best friend and I are critter mamas. <laughs> you should get T-shirts that say that. Okay. We should. You're <laughs> right. Critter mama. Right. Critter mama. They can, have, they can have a left and right drinking hand, cheersing each other. There you go. Ah. I like the I'm with stupid well, shirt. Okay, my, my mom in West Virginia. If you had that shirt on in a bar, I would. I I'd would buy you a drink. I would, yeah, I'm approaching it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm hitting on you, but like, I'm saying something. Yeah, critter mom. My mom says it. What? I'm critter? going online in West Virginia. Virginia. Getting those yeah. ordered. But what? where's her cutoff? Would your mom call a moose a critter, or would she say it's a freaking moose? She sent me pictures of like 10 deer in her yard. She said, look at all the critters in the yard this morning. See, deer, they're too big to be oh. critters. That's what I said. That's what I told my mom. They're not critters, they're deer. Yeah. Like, Just, I'm telling you, I lost five days having this argument in Montana. Miles is right, though. This is <laughs> what mom, was their argument? As, as, that any animal can be a critter. I would say it has to do with size, but in this instance, she's looking out at those deer. They look cute. Thus, they're critters now. The critters doesn't sound like a, 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 a cute word to me. So wait, if, like, if you're a creepy, big animal, creepy, crawly critters. But if you're a big oh, animal no. in a group, you get reduced to critter status. So in other words, if I see a bear... That is a freaking bear. Mm-hmm. If I see, I don't know, for whatever reason, there's eight bears together, is, is that a group of critters at that point? No. But if you saw a group of little bear cubs, those would be critters. They you can see, be critters. You see a giraffe in the zoo. That, look, look at that. Look at the neck on that critter. Too big to be a critter, man. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I mean, you're kind of right. Like, I saw a bear once, and I guess I could say that's the biggest critter I've ever seen. Now, a lizard? I could say that's a critter. That's a critter for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a lizard. Yeah, I mean, they're, but they're critters. I don't want to touch mean? it. Because critter also says to me, you don't necessarily want to interact with this. Not no, it's mean. Thank it's you. Just, I mean. It's annoying. It's, it's a nuisance. But, Ted, I have to disagree with you about the Wolverine. It's still a critter. It is just a violent killing machine, but still a critter. They uh, spotted one on Rainier last year. Yeah. A Wolverine. Well, most of them left Michigan. It's the state sucks. Hey, All right. Uh, I, got, uh, I got an update on these rabbits and how they mate. All right. It's a little sad. Rabbits mating is usually done by the male. The female just lies, lies down while the male pounds the female repeatedly. They mate for less than 10 seconds, but to, ins- to ensure pregnancy, they have to do it three to five times. Okay, that's the guy's idea. Oh, we should try this again. I know you want, yeah. We're yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I don't know why it says she has to just lie down. She's just like, all right, just do it. It's 10 seconds. She what just effort is she going to put in? you think she's going to roll them over halfway through to finish off? I don't know. I just, <laughs> just reading Jill, it. Jill and can get it done. <laughs> reading it just looks bad. She's just like, all right. Well, okay. of course. Hey, Mike, can you do us a favor? Uh, hold on. Someone here is saying critters are generally in woodlands. I agree with that. It's the critter versus creature argument. All right, there's a movie. Somebody here said they made a horror movie called Critters. Oh, yeah. I want to know what types of animals it featured in the movie. If I'm, I'm not, guessing, weren't those fake ones? Was that Kevin Bacon? That was uh, that's not critters. That was uh, oh, tremors. Hang tremors. on, it tremors. might be Kevin Bacon. I'm not positive. No, it's not Kevin. Bacon. There's no way he did critters and tremors. All right, I'm just you start to get typecast at that it's, point. It's it's they're they're little fuzzy monsters. They they actually that's made a critter. It's, uh, yes, it, 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 they're small. Like, uh-huh. Otherwise, you call it a monster, right? It looks like a monster, but it, like gremlins to me would be critters. Yes. Like, I get they're violent, they're yeah. going to ruin the town, yes. all that, yes. but they're not very big, as were the alien or the predator. I go, okay, that's the alien, that's the predator. They are not critters. No. 
The same. To me, it's simple. Coyote or smaller, you're a critter. What, what is the most awesome or dumbest thing that your pet has ever done? 206-803-ROCK. Uh, someone did make a good suggestion here. Someone please Google critter. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah. Hello, Jamie. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. How you guys doing? Doing great, man. Positive Friday. Thank you. Yes, it is Positive Friday. Positive. <laughs> so, uh, uh, my, I had a dog, or I have a dog. It's a chihuahua pug, a chug. And um, he took on a, a raccoon. And, um, like, it was, like, late at night. And uh, my daughter came in and gave me. She's all panicked. Oh, Pongo's fighting, fighting a raccoon. You know, I come out there and, you know, he's like a small dog. He's getting his ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. Like, you know, like, uh, those window wells to, like, um, like a basement, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was, like, down in there with the raccoon, so he was, like, in a little octagon. And, uh, yeah, he was getting tore up. <laughs> oh, and, my God. A little octagon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little UFC fight. But uh, I went down there, and I couldn't get the raccoon off of him, you know? I was trying to, like, kick it, and, yeah, I didn't want to get bit. Um, I eventually had to go back upstairs to get a broom. And, you know, after I beat a couple times with the broom, I finally jumped out of there and screwed off. But uh, it was, like, terrifying. How bad did it and, mess uh, your dog up? Oh, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how, bad, how, how, bad, how bad was the vet bill? Well, this, here's, a, here's the funny thing. Like, so he, he couldn't even, like, walk up the stairs. His leg, I could swear, it was broken. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next day, because it was, like, real late at night, so we just kind of, like, Wait till the next day, and then I went to bring him in, and he jumps off the bed, and he's like walking fine, like he was completely fine. <laughs> Thank oh, God, well, that's, that's good. That saved you some cash. That yeah, saved you a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> raccoons don't play, yeah. man. When raccoons get mad, like they get mad, man. Mm-hmm. They're the if a raccoon were a person that's got starts yeah. crying and rips his shirt off in the bar, like dude, <laughs> I know you're trying to talk him down, but at this point, you have to fight. I got him. one of my neighbors. Gotten says, to that and he point. says something like, "I ain't hit a man in five years." I know. <laughs> like, oh that's, man, I got that's an angry. Raccoon. I got a guy. I got a guy that I mean, he looks like a bowling ball. That's this is jail. This thing is huge. I don't know. I don't know what he eats. Basically, from the dumpsters of all the restaurants. Yeah, he just waddles down the middle of the road like he gives zero f's. I mean, he takes his time. Cars could be coming. He does not get out of the way. Maybe he physically can't. Cars have honked at this raccoon because he just... he I'm walking here! He refuses to walk down the sidewalks. Every time I see him, he walks dead down the middle of the... (laughs) I've never seen him walk up the street. Right. It's always down the middle of the street. He does not get out of the way of cars. He just takes his time. He just looks like you're like... I don't care. Hit me. Go ahead. Give it a shot. Like, he doesn't like... I'm taking all many a car on this road. He looks like the raccoon that you could go up and pet. You know, I'm like, hey, here I you go, I think that's man. a bad idea. I mean, it is kind of shocking that nobody's hit him if he's always just strolling around. I can't believe he can get up and get into a dumpster. And it's not like your neighborhood is quiet at night. No, it is not a quiet neighborhood. He gives... I mean, it's amazing. It's just like, I own this place. Maybe like, he's just used to so many people... Right. He sees it no all one's the time. ever bothered me. They're like, whatever. It's a big ass fat raccoon. And here's the end of my life. I don't care. And if you're a raccoon, like, like you're not going to mess with me because deep in your brain, all you can think is he might have rabies. And basically, that's why you stay away. Uh, by the way, I took uh, the texter's advice and Googled the word critter. Turns out our friend Chrissy, crazy as she is, may have been correct. It says a critter is an animal. If you hear scratching noises in your ceiling at night, you can be sure some kind of critter is living in your attic. Critter is an informal word for any living creature from a wolf to a spider. A wolf to a spider, meaning your dog is a critter. Yeah. I guess. Am I a critter? 
You're a living animal, yes. Yeah, yeah. you're a critter. Critter to head. Critter. Critter. CT. All-encompassing critter. Yeah. I mean, basically, if you're alive... God damn it. I'm going to see a, the person I was having this argument with on Sunday. Plant, Don't tell them. Is a, a plant, I, you a know critter? me. I'll have to tell them you were right. A critter's any freaking critter's animal. Critter's anything. Not to me, though. I agree, man. Not to me. Oh, hang on now. Not to me. What are you using? An alternate fact? Not to me. <laughs> they exist, apparently. <laughs> These are alternative yeah. facts. Alternative. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what is the most awesome or dumbest thing that your pet has ever done? 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 99.9 KISW. The men's room returns with Miles and Thrill. Police in a small Italian village were stumped. Someone kept slashing the tires of cars parked near the village center. Undercover officers were called. They failed to spot the culprit night after night after night. But Mama new- Mia, he gets getting away. He keeps getting away. <laughs> But newly installed cameras managed to do so last week. The slasher is a dog named Billy. It has been very puzzling as we couldn't work out who could possibly be going around cutting tires or what the motive is. Police have not speculated about the aforementioned motive, but vets say Billy might have some kind of mouth ailment where he's basically teething. So he's chomping on tires to uh, relieve the discomfort. He might just be a D-bag. No details were provided on what type of dog Billy is, but his owner will likely have to pay for damages to all of the tires. I'd be like, oh, no, Billy is not my dog. That is not my dog. Our question, what is the most awesome or dumbest thing that your pet has ever done? 206-803-ROCK. <laughs> right, open the back door. Like, get out of here, Billy. Mamma mia, that's not to my dog. Plus, all the tires are Ferrellis. They're not cheap. <laughs> Hello, Tina. Welcome to the men's room. Hi. Happy Positive Friday. Hola. Positive Friday. Um, so I used to have a black lab and I, he had a girlfriend that lived about three doors down that I'd let him out to go play with every day. And one time I was getting ready. I worked nights at a casino. And in fact, I was going to call you guys about the fart question the other day about the, my job at that casino. Um, anyways, so I'm getting ready and he comes running up to my door and he's crying and running and crying and running like Timmy's in the well. 
And so I decided to follow him. I follow him up to the neighbor's house. And there is his little girlfriend with a double barbed fishing hook in Ooh. her paws. Oof. Not just one paw, but both paws. So Ooh. they were stuck together. God. Yeah. So he was sitting there whining and crying and came and got me, brought me to her. I looked around their garage. I got some wire cutters, cut them so that they were apart. They were barbed, so I couldn't get them out. But I threw her in the back of my car, got him in there. He jumped in the back with her and sat there and licked her and cuddled her and sat there with her the whole time. It's going to be all right, baby. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all right. I got you help. Seriously. But, yeah, I had a smart dog. He would open the door for me, shut the door for me. He was a great dog. What uh, did he did uh, he pass on before uh, his friend? Yeah, he no. We moved. We ended up moving, and he's gone now. This was years ago, but he was just labs well, smart. You know, like with adults moving, yeah. it's it's very difficult, obviously, because you you have to take care of all the crap and the business end of it. Uh, as a kid, it's terrible because you lose all We're your friends. friends dude. But yeah. with a dog, you're losing your friends too. You know, right. but he did. Yeah, did he ever make another yeah. friend like that after you moved? Did he what? ever make another friend like that uh, after you moved? Oh, no, no. They were puppies together. They grew up together. And, yeah, he you think your, dog, uh, think your dog had a thing for this girl? Like, do you think maybe she got those uh, fishing hook barbs in there because they were into some weird kinky stuff? It could have been. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this for a while, baby. Would you be down with trying a little fish hook set? Damn. Oh, God, we need help. What, uh, what is the most awesome or the dumbest thing that your pet has ever done? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Ronnie. Welcome to the men's room. Again. Hey, once again. No, no Ronnie. No, no Ronnie. I don't he he can't be there, right? Wait a minute. And he must have walked away from the phone or hey. something. Ronnie. Hey Ronnie. Hey. Ronnie. Hey, 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 hey. Ronnie. Very good. Look at my head, guys. Hola. Hola. Positive positive. <laughs> Heck yeah. Positive. I had a I I had a a pet white shepherd. She was pure white. Her name was Champ when I was a young guy. And Champ got in the back of my friend's van, my dad's friend's van, and accidentally got dropped off 40 miles away in another city. He opened the back of his work van, and Champ jumped out and took off. And Champ made it home about a week later. A week later? In the Mojave Desert. In the Mojave Desert? The Mojave Desert from Kingman, Arizona, all the way through Bullhead City, and then down to the Mojave Mesa, which is, it's a good 40-mile track. Damn. Now, you and, said uh, she was pure white. What did she look like when you saw her after a week? She's always pure. She was the most beautiful dog you ever saw, just pure white. She was fine. She must have trekked through the desert, or you would think somebody would stop and, and pick the she, dog up. She was, she was spotted halfway between Flagstaff and Lake Mojave where you start hitting towards Bullhead City. It, that's about a 20-mile track there, and she had been spotted on the side of the road following the highway. Dang. Oh, she had like, uh, I don't know, what is that highway? Carefree Highway? 95, I think. It's old. Route 66 is right there. Yeah, okay, that's I'm crazy. not sure. Yeah, she was an amazing dog. That is insane. I mean, that is crazy. Just to have an idea of the direction, the natural sense of all that, I guess it's they innate. Do, I told you years ago, man, uh, Went camping, had my dog with me, and at one point, I leave the camp. I was going to go for a walk in the woods, convincing myself that I'll remember all the landmarks. Well, I didn't, but the thing is, my dog insisted on coming with me, and I'm trying to get him to stay at the camp. 
He wants to come, like, F it, whatever. So it's me and the dog. I walked for about an hour, all right? And turn around, and one thing about the woods, thinking you're going to landmark a tree, is that they're all trees. So I'm like, oh, F, man. Like, I'm lost. I recognize that I am hopelessly lost, all right? So the dog's just kind of looking at me. And the one thing about this dog, you never had to walk around a leash. She followed any command you gave her. That's just how it went. So anytime we were done, like, at the park or whatever, I would just say, okay. And she knew to go home. So I'm looking at the dog. Dog's looking at me. I'm kind of freaking out mildly in my head, so I just went, uh, okay. And in about five minutes, that dog got me straight back to camp. Really? Nice. In a direction that I did not come from. That's what blew my mind. I realized I made like a big half circle. In my Mm -hmm. mind, I thought I was walking in a straight line. I was not. That's when I realized I was lost. So somehow, the dog knows Even though the dog wasn't on that trail. Right. We weren't on the dog knew exactly the direction we were, took me a completely different way, and after walking for an hour, got me back in like five minutes. What tell what is the most awesome or the dumbest thing that your pet has ever done? Two oh six eight oh three rock. Hello, yeah. Rich. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. How you guys doing? Hola. Hey, what's up, Rich? Hey, it was good to see you guys. Hey, everybody out there, if you haven't gone to a live day, get your ass out there. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I'm glad you had a good time. Oh, always a good time. Anyway. So this had, I got two dogs and two parrots. I used to have a parrot cage that hung from the ceiling. And we had a cockatoo, like a Beretta bird and a blue front Amazon parrot. And then I had a Keishan and a chow. So every morning, I would get four biscuits, dog biscuits. I'd give one to each of the dogs and one to each of the birds. Well, Bubba, the blue front Amazon, was kind of a smart ass. He would eat his, go over to the cockatoo, grab his, He'd go to the bottom of the cage, he'd drop it on the ground and hang there by one foot until a Keishun would come by to grab the dog biscuit, and then he'd bite his tail. And this is like a daily occurrence? Every frickin' day. I don't, I don't know how the Keishun <laughs> didn't keep falling for it. Do you, still, do, you still have the, do you still have the birds, Rich? No, this was like 20 years ago. How long did they live? So, or how long did they live with you? Well... I had them. I had the blue front for about five or six years, and the the, the other one, the uh, cockatoo, we had about four, and then I moved and had to sell them. But they're you know thirty, forty years you can get out of these guys. Is that what you really want, though, Rich? I know it sounds well, awful, but I mean, just like when you say, here's a pet, but keep in mind, this pet's going to be with you for four yeah, decades. You're not going to stay in the same place for four decades. So, what about moving made you get rid of the birds? Uh, I, I don't remember the exact circumstances, but I mean, you just put them in a cage, but, uh, you know, they're like small children. They've got the mentality of that. So they're, they're, they're mischievous. They're fun, but yeah, they're, you know, it's just like having a kid, I guess you got to take care of them once you get them. Yeah, but I can't. If my kids act like this for the next 40 years, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like after the terrible mm-hmm. twos, I don't know why they call it the terrible twos. I'm telling you, man, the year three to me is significantly worse than two. And then at about five or six, they, they kind of kind level of out and start out. becoming a normal human being. But if you told me when my kid was three, all right, just like a pet, hey, they're going to be exactly like this for 40 years. Well, this is your pet. Like, no. Dog, no dog, a dog's not. like that. When eight, eight years old and still acts like they are an idiot puppy. It, it, children mature faster than that. They absolutely do. But your kid's going to move out. And you, again, that dog is not 40 years. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the most awesome or dumbest thing that your pet has ever done? 206-803-ROCK. You ever been to somebody's house and you're just like, oh, man. Like, you don't really know him that well to your friend or a friend. You're like, oh, it's this crazy guy. And they're like six. It's like, oh, yeah. not a puppy? No, exactly. You've trained it well. Because you hope year after year it gets a little bit easier. But yeah. with dogs, you just don't know. You don't know. My dog's insane. Not quite. She's nothing like she was when she was a puppy. Thank God. But she's still, she's a lunatic. 
I said, there's just a screw loose somewhere, and there's nothing you can do. Like, if you shook your head, and you, you'd hear the screw bouncing around. Like, I just, I can't get in there to get it, but obviously, it's just, it's not been tightened all the way, and there's nothing you can do. But she loves us. That's what I tell myself. Hello, Katie. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So, my, I have two dogs, and my mutt, since six months old, has been able to jump on anything with ease. She, six months old, she jumped on the pool table, big logs, bed of the truck, no problem. Last summer, she got so excited we were going for an adventure that she went to go jump on the hood of my fiance's truck and just <laughs> And we just oh. sat there looking at her, and she was like, well, that didn't work out like planned. How so did she so miss it? Did, did she smack into it, or did she slide off the top? What exactly? She didn't have the, the, the ups anymore? Yeah, so she went to, she got her front paws on it, and realized she couldn't climb the rest of the way up. Ah, okay. The old slide off? Yeah. So, like, with the bed of the truck, she can just fly right in and kind of use her back legs to propel herself. I got you. I got you. Is it age or is it weight? Um, I don't... I, I think it's her breed because <laughs> her dad is supposedly a shepherd terrier mix. Okay. So, I just think she has the... Spring loaded. Okay, because right. my dog, just, my, do, my dog just got older and got heavier, and therefore Chewy could not jump like she right. used to. So she kind of just like ate her way out of that stage. Where she was like, <laughs> yeah, she right. was still trying, and you like this, you just see this belly kind of going up and like yeah. halfway up in the air, and then like a floppy beagle coming down. God, there's a woman who lives in her neighborhood. I, I every time I see her walking her dog, it is a miracle that either one of them is still alive. I mean, this woman looks like she's 400 years old. This dog looks like they mm -hmm. dug it out of an Egyptian tomb. I mean, this dog is so old. They both move so slow. Very sweet lady. Very sweet dog. But, I mean, every time I see her, I'm like, oh, God, that's right. There's a golden retriever out front of a woman walks all the time. And the nipples that, are just dragging the ground. Thing? 18 nipples dragging the ground. You, these dogs are so old. This lady, walk, and she look, she religiously walks these dogs up these big-ass hills downtown. But this dog moves so slow. And it is, I mean, it's, it's what, a yellow lab, I guess? Mm -hmm. And it's almost all white now. All, all white, right. all nipples. Dude, yeah. All day. What's uh, what's the most awesome or dumbest thing that your pet has ever done? 206-803-ROCK. Which way she had it? She lives somewhere close. Yeah, she just walks right. down the sidewalk. Oh, yeah, and she just drags this slow-ass dog with yeah. her. <laughs> she used to have two. Hello, Collier. Welcome to the men's room. Sounds like she's not going to have any soon. Hello. Hola. Hola. So, yeah, we were having a barbecue in my backyard, and my daughter and her family, my granddaughter, came over. And my next door neighbor's German Shepherd got out of the backyard. He's really friendly. He comes flying around the side of the house and jumps up on my granddaughter to say hello. And uh, my cat Picard wasn't having any of that. Picard, uh, as in Captain Picard. Yes. <laughs> He's got two brothers, Worf and Riker. So my God. Okay, I see what's going on in your family there. All right. So Picard, however, springs into action. Uh, yeah. I mean. All we see is an orange flash come flying out of the back door, and it's just all over this dog. <laughs> and the dog did not know what hit it. And then he backs up a couple of steps, and then he just tears into this dog again, and finally the dog just took off. And, you know, usually a cat will get all puffed up and, you know, nothing. He just sat down, looked at the rest of us, was like, Yeah, they don't really drag so, a grudge. Was, was the cat close to your granddaughter? I mean, were they close? And I mean, did they have a, a little bond or anything? No, actually, he doesn't really care for her all that much. But then he doesn't really. <laughs> <like> <laughs> all right. He just doesn't like the dog. It doesn't like the dog. 
he's just really protective. Obviously, I mean, man. It's, mm -hmm. it's not the first time. I mean, I was out barbecuing again one day, and uh, the next-door neighbor raised German shepherds, and three of them got out of his backyard and started barking and coming at me. And again, he goes flying out into the <laughs> backyard and starts running right at the German shepherds, and they all just stopped. And there's three of them. And then he just sits down, starts licking his paw, just looking at him. You know, man, I'm convinced that a dog typically outweighs a cat, right? We understand this. You got three German shepherds. I'm convinced that when a bigger dog looks at a cat, just based on the cat's attitude, it'd be like if you're 6'4", 250, you're a big dude. But that 85-pound crackhead who just starts mm -hmm. screaming at you, running across, you if, still well, if don't he, want if he, if he, any if, part if, of if that. He runs, if he runs at three big dudes, right. stops right in front of him, starts cracking his knuckles, you're going to be like... This guy's insane. Right. We might be able to take Either him. He's gonna is kill it worth us? it? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, honestly, God, I think you size it up. Not a good scenario. This, this is not. The yeah. dog's like, is that cat serious? Cat's dead serious. Cat's uh, just sharpening his claws like, bring it on. <laughs> I think somehow dogs know that, like, this cat actually wants to kill me and will do everything in its power to do exactly that. What, uh, what is the most awesome or the dumbest thing that your pet has ever done? 206-803-ROW. My dog's afraid of my cat. Uh, same thing here. They, uh, they got into it about a year ago. The kids freak out, right? I mean, I'm running up the stairs in distress. Just saying, the dog's fighting the cat. I'm picturing the worst for the cat. Yeah. And the cat has a good ground game because when I went downstairs, the dog is on top of the cat, basically. The cat has a claw basically attached to the dog's face. So now ah. the dog's not moving and the cat's just staring the dog down. Like, if you move, it will hurt because I have a barb in your face. So I went over there and delicately took her claw out. Long story short, one of them had to go to the vet, and it wasn't the cat. Good lord. Yeah, that dog would not mess with the cat now. Yeah, my, my cat owns a house. Yeah. He will take swipes at my dog, and of course the dog Skip will hold his back. own. Yeah. Exactly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Give it <a> back. <laughs> you know, the dog will growl and you know, kind of charge at him, but he doesn't Cats do it. Cats like, do it. Right. Cat's waiting for it. He'll let him walk by, and then he'll just thwack him across the ass, and then he'll go running. He'll take off. He doesn't See, man, I care. feel bad for you. I want you to imagine you have a couple of roommates, all right? So you live in this place, and your buddy brings a new roommate into the group. You've all agreed you need some financial help. You go, hey, man, this is my buddy Carl. Yeah. And every time Carl walks in the house, Mike, when he walks by, he just bitch slaps you. And then stares you down. Right. Because you know you're not going to do Come it. Come on. This Come is on. every day. Yeah, you wouldn't stand for it. Right. Take a swing. Come on. <laughs> what, what's the most awesome or the dumbest thing that your pet has ever done? 206-803-ROCK. <laughs> Hello, Carson. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Yeah, I got one for dumbest. So uh, <laughs> we have a nice. tiny chihuahua named Charlie. And I mean tiny. He's like, I've seen squirrels bigger than this dog, right? <laughs> And uh, my brother, he smokes a lot of pot, and he's got an ashtray out on the backyard. And so my dog decided to get into the ashtray and eat an entire ashtray full of half-smoked weed. Oh, man. Yeah. So the poor little dog is all cooped up in his box, just shaking for a whole day. Are you just keeping your eye on him, or did you call the vet, or were you like, hey, let's not bring that up? Nah, he was fine. He, he let him wait it out. <laughs> you should have put on like cartoons or Dark Side <laughs> of the Moon, yeah. man. I, th there, there are certain shows. Uh, my uncle's dog. Uh, she's a boxer. She's sweet, but she sits up very upright. All right. And she sits on the couch very upright. I mean, like perfect posture with her back well, you on gotta the back have etiquette. The, with her back on the back of the couch, her front paws are perfectly symmetrical. 
her head is up, and she watches some dog show <laughs> on like Animal Planet during the day or whatever. So when my uncle goes like to the grocery store, yeah. or goes plays golf, whatever he does, he turns this channel on. Eventually, I guess much like Impractical Jokers, this guy's bound to come on, right? Because <laughs> he's on the he's on this network a lot. I don't know if it's like the Whisperer or. That would make sense. You talking about what? Did you already say Caesar Milan? Well, I, I, I don't know if it's him. It's just ah. this. It's it's this show about this guy and dogs, and I I don't know anything more about it than that. Like I watched it for five minutes before we get out because as soon as we turn it, the, the the TV on, uh, she jumps up on the couch. <laughs> Molly does, and she puts her back up, or Chloe, and she she looks like this, and then you just kind of tiptoe out so that she doesn't know. I'm watching my programs, so you, I wasn't really watching the show as much as like you know. Okay, man, get out now. Right. And then everybody just kind of sneaks out of the house, and you look through the window through the door, and she's all propped up <laughs> just watching this show. And the crazy thing is, is is that if you sneak back into the house uh, when you come back, probably still almost in the same sitting position, <laughs> watching, still watching the program. It's it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. There's a handful of uh, like YouTube videos that we'll use to captivate our cat as well. They you know they like bird scenery. They'll they'll just have a very you know, good quality uh, a camera up up on it, like a bird Does feeder. Does she get into, like, stalking phase? No, same thing. He'll just sit there and just kind of stare at it, and he'll, you know, kind of <laughs> dug his head from side to side. So I guess, yes, there's a little bit of stalking phase. There have been, there have been times where he'll walk up to the TV and he'll bap it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I'm kind of afraid on that one because then he's going to scratch my dog on TV. Do you ever see the one of the golden retriever who gets scared when the Darth Vader comes on in the Star Wars? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever seen that one where he yeah. goes and he hides behind the couch? Are you serious? He looks up and he's like, oh, he keeps stacking. <laughs> yeah. there was I like the, I like the one where it's like a dog watching soccer or football with like a dude. And like when the team scores, like the dog's going crazy too. Right. Like he's like he's really <laughs> invested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Coming up, the exciting return of Ted versus the FCC. You are listening to The Men's Room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.